Inside look into all things wellness culture. I'm a trainer called Tony, and of course, with me, I got a single gentleman of the Extraordinary League. Uh, the league is thin today. League is kind of thin. <laughs> Some of the league took off today. What's going on, bro? Just your trainer, Corey, rolling out. You know? That's what's up. You know, you know, we might be a little thin because of the holiday weekend, but I say rest assured, we did come through with a very special treat for our faithful fans and listeners. Uh, Corey, like I was saying earlier in this conversation, this is a monumentous occasion. This is real. This is a real thing. We have our very first repeat guest coming through, Michelle Hope. Michelle, what's going on, love? Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you feeling today? Good. Good. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me back. Well, thank you for coming back through. You know, we wanted to make sure that we got a fully extended conversation inside this catalog because, Michelle, you are a gem of an individual with a wealth of information and overall amazing discourse. So we got to always welcome people who can have that type of conversation that expands and goes into some different areas. Right, Corey? Absolutely. We're going to talk about all kinds of things today. I would hope so. And we also got the homie Miles inside the space, which Miles is going to shine some light to come through inside there. You know, he said he's going to touch around on it. You know, Miles said he's taking uh, Kyle's position just off he, the rip. He getting Kyle's spot? He said he's taking it. He's he like, was on time, so he could, he might get Kyle's spot. Yeah, sorry, Kyle. <laughs> By the time you hear this, Miles is going to be replacing you. He's like, I hate to say it like that, but it, it is what it is. <laughs> He's got a cute dog. You know, we roll with the cute dog. Yeah, that's, that's valid. Ten to one. <laughs> dog will push you out every time. Yeah. What's going on with y'all? Y'all had anything fun happen over this uh, Memorial Day weekend? Anybody do anything that's exciting? Corey, I said, I know you said you was moving and shaking and dancing last time we came through. Man, I was deep in the work. Yeah, I did. I did the solar system dance routine. You know what I'm saying? I stood there and just let everybody dance around me while I you basically held it down. I hold my spot down, you know, that's provide gravity, if you will. People I don't know if, orbited you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, you know. I'm going to let you know right now. I don't know if that's dancing quite. But it's it's my version. It's the closest thing I get to it. You know what I mean? It was it was up. in rhythm. It I, was in rhythm to the music. You know? It was a vibe. Yeah, yeah, it was felt. Your presence was known. I just exude vibe. You know what I'm saying? I ain't mad at you, Michelle. You had anything fun going on? No. You just chilling? Yep. Kicked it back. You know, I was on Worked. the same tip. I was on some workish type of things. I got to catch up with a couple of different mentors for a little bit, extended period of time. Uh, it was a beautiful situation. But lo and behold, the job called us back here today. We had to get the people what they wanted. Yeah. And somebody told me out here in these streets that the people wanted a little bit more extended information on what exactly Michelle has to talk about inside here. So in case you're brand new to our listenership, right, Michelle Hope, can you give us a little bit of a background breakdown as to who you are and where you're from? Well. For the new people. Well, um, welcome new people, I guess. So I'm a sexologist, which means I study human sexual behavior. Um I'm originally from Indiana, okay. you know, the little country bumpkin. <laughs> I'm in New York by way of Los Angeles because I was in L.A. before I was here. And, you know, as sexologists, people always go straight dick and pussy. That's not I can do that. That's fine. That's great. But I look more at um, how sexuality impacts our day to day lives, primarily in communities of color. Mm. Um, so it's kind of like social justice, sex. Sex is in everything we do. It's the point of departure it is, in some it, way, shape, yeah. or form. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, I mean, that's I, that's what I do. Yes, I can answer your sex questions. Yes, I can do couples coaching. But I'm really, really interested at the um, 
kind of macro perspectives of sexuality in society versus micro. Again, I don't want to deter anybody from being like, hey, I'll pay you to help me with my relationship. Um, but I really am fascinated with how sexuality is, you know, a thing. Hmm. All right. Her. So as we break down this landscape a little bit, you mm -hmm. know, the last time we got deep into the, the, I would say definitely want to recommend the listeners going back and checking out some of the conversations we were talking about, how sex plays a role in what you would say the prison to school pipeline was. Right. How, you know, proper education is really starting at, you said, really when language is starting to develop. Yep. That's when that's coming through and all of that type of stuff. But I was having a conversation with my good friend Miles over here. Uh -huh. And he's a little bit more tied into a avenue of exploration in this dating scene that I'm not necessarily tied into. And I was wondering if you could help me shine some light on this. You know, um, so I am of the ilk that I've never done any kind of online dating. Oh, yeah. And nor have I. You know, I, as a person who is a complete, you know, novice in that space, I was trying to understand that there's some rules and regulations that go through there. And I understand this is something that a lot of people do, but I just never have. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask, how do you navigate this space? Like, what, what's the rules of engagement in this online dating scene? And Miles, you know, I'm going to tap you for a second when you want to come in and tell us some of the stories that you was breaking down. But have you modified any of your expertise to encompass what this digital space is and can you give me a little bit on that i mean i think that when it comes first of all it's unavoidable i think we all live on our cell phones we live online we're lost in the world wide web to some extent mm -hmm. i think with that being said it changes how we date mm. it changes how we couple it changes how we mate in essence um also i think it's important to think about the age of the listener the age that I'm at, you know, I kind of grew up in an era where we were still playing. Um, what was that? That like something about the West where you're building the West and the computers were like green and black still. Oh, you talking about the Oregon Trail game? Oregon, Oregon Trail. Trail. Oregon Trail game. And I think that that, you know, I didn't I didn't grow up in a space where like I was on a computer or a screen all the time. Like, yeah. There were some socialization skills I learned as a child that people today definitely are lacking in, like an ability to make eye contact when you are um, talking to somebody and, and Internet dating and online dating, I think, only exacerbates bad habits of communication. Um, and and really limits people's ability to have intimate moments sans sex, right? I think that we are blurring the lines of intimacy when we use uh, text messaging or uh, emails or whatever to, to connect with someone because then I, I've seen it where people don't really have a skill set. Like you're on a date, you mm. don't know how to talk to somebody. And I think that that's impacting younger people more. And I think that because as we age, we want to stay as young and hip as cool as possible. Uh, we will then pick up some of those bad habits. But I want to deter people from that. Like for me, one of the things is if you are online dating, you really need to be clear about what you want. Mm. And you need to be um, really transparent about that online. Because now that there's because of SOSA and FOSTA laws, there's now no Craigslist. Right. Which or back page. Yeah. Where a lot of people would find individuals that wanted to kind of purely hook up for sex or wanted to pay for sex or fetishisms and things like that. And I've heard a lot of stories where people now are using dating apps 
to kind of try to hook up in that sense. Mm. Um, and, you know, I think it becomes a very strange landscape. I'll be very honest. You know, after I separated from my partner um, about a year and a half after I moved here, like 2014-ish, 2015-ish, 2015, yeah, I started online dating. And child, I went on a Tinder bender, is what I called it. <laughs> a Tinder bender. Oh my God. Break I that was out for me. swiping and swiping <laughs> and swiping. And it was really gratifying in the moment because I had come out of a long term relationship that did not end well. And the idea of being able to see somebody's face being stamped with a nope, nope, <laughs> nope was really gratifying. And then uh, to swipe, and it would be like, oh, you got a match. Um, and, and then it was like also very gratifying. It's almost like um, Vegas mm. slot machines. It's instant gratification. Oh, somebody likes me, right? That 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 is such a weird thing, and it really can. It's the same as like Instagram. The refresh. Yeah, people refresh so much. Because it's instant gratification. You're instantly getting new stimulus. And and that can really impact your brain and yeah. how your brain is and your ability to be patient and grow a relationship. And and then I think now let's layer the idea of dating apps with things like Instagram and these ideals of what relationships should look like. Mm. Like nobody's relationship looks like it does on Instagram. You mean to tell me they lying? They probably full of shit. So there's not one dude that's just running around behind his girlfriend's arm for just his, holding her his hand whole life for life. Man, in all these exotic places, <laughs> he never gets to be in the picture. He's always a slightly out of focus. Yo, they're never in an airport, just like waiting on a flight. They're always <laughs> no, no already stuff. arrived on the plane. Yeah. They never arguing. They they're already just, have the greatest chilling. tan. Yeah, you know the just beach bodies them. there. Yeah, yeah. So I think that that kind of blurs the perspective. Um, and then what I think happens is that, you know, that instant gratification, we instantly want to gratify ourselves sexually as well. Mm. So my Tinder bender was, was a lot of, there was a lot of bodily fluids per, potentially exchanged. It there wasn't a lot of dating. It was a lot of fucking. It was just smashing. Let's not use smash. That is a That's violent a word. To, Corey. It's, so, it's violent. <laughs> smash. Yeah. Beat it up. Murder the pussy. Yeah, you remember when she it, was talking about murdering the meat? That's not something it, that you wanted. You wouldn't want somebody to smash your dick. <laughs> I mean, depends on how much pressure we're talking about. I mean, I get it, but I just I always say that to people because I'm always wanting them to kind of think like. Depends wow, on the level of pressure we're talking why, about. Why am I saying that? Um, so I think that you know I don't. I've been out of the swiping uh, game for a while. Actually, let me not lie. Sometimes for entertainment purposes, I'll swipe, but yeah. with no intention of actually. Like being like, hey, let's meet up. Yeah. I just am, I kind of would rather meet somebody out there or like, you know, go somewhere with friends. That, but that doesn't really seem like people are doing that. Um, and, and the weird thing about that is I think, again, I'm in a different dating. I'm in a different age group. Yeah. Like when you're above 30 something, five, and when you're above 35, it's different. It's totally different. And I think that that plays a really big, I think even 30 to 35 is different. I think just that five years, because they went from Oregon Trail to AOL very quickly, yeah. right? When you think about computer science <laughs> and you think about tech. Yeah, I think people like above their 30s still primarily meet people through people. Yeah. And people below that age grade 
legitimately primarily meet people digitally. They don't meet people through people the same way anymore. That's so yeah. weird to me. My whole situation, so first just going through the actual dopo energetic response that you get from swiping or double tapping or anything mm-hmm. like that. That's a very well designed thing to happen. Right. It was orchestrated purposefully for you to have that reaction. Like and a slot machine. And it's it's curated exactly like that. So they know the algorithm knows how much you're paying attention to that. Right. Mm-hmm. So they'll they'll do things like kind of throttle when you get likes and throttle when you don't see them because they know if you go a sustained amount of period without seeing that positive reinforcement, you're more likely to come back to it. Right. So knowing all of that, one side, my foot is heavily deep inside the tech space. So I understand why they do what they do. And I can't help but look at it as like a, mm, I, I'm paying attention to the man behind the curtain. I see why you're doing this. But then on the other side, me talking on those platforms, I'm just straight trash, just to be honest with you. my I'm dry. I have an offbeat kind of humor. I'm a quirky dude. So in person, I can connect to you way differently than I could on, a, like, on an app in any way, shape, or form. So I never, legitimately never understood it. But I do hear some people have some success in this space. And I look to the youth. That's funny. <laughs> the youth dim. The youth dim. <laughs> Young Miles, what's going on, man? Bless hey. the listeners real quick, Miles. Well, <clears throat> 32, so I'm like around that kind of age, I guess. But um, I was in a five-year relationship, and I felt like I had no game when I got out of it. I totally like, I don't know, just didn't really uh, know how to talk to girls very well. And got on the apps, and I did get a little addictive. Um, I never really did the Tinder thing, so I know it was like a hookup thing, as opposed to like Bumble or Hinge. And um, I love Hinge because it gets you like the option to do an opener. So you're not just like swiping left and right. You can actually like, you know, type to them to say something and, you know, kind of show a little bit of yourself. Yeah. There. And um, I did meet a girl on Hinge and we've been dating for a while now, maybe like a couple months. It's been mm-hmm. great. Um, she's Japanese. She just came here from Japan like about two years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, I love it because I would have never met her otherwise. I don't think that any that we would ever like cross paths or even like try to approach each other in like public or anything like that. Yep. I don't I don't think that dating apps are bad. And I want to go back to Tinder being a hookup app. Yeah. In 2014, not a hookup app necessarily, right? Yeah. Like in 2014, I can't I mean I met there was a lot of bodily fluids, but <laughs> I definitely met some really quality men that I dated. Um I actually had a long relationship with someone from Tinder, but this is again five years ago when there wasn't hinge there wasn't all these other things i mean i've been on a lot i've done bumble i could never do hinge because i don't know how to work facebook anymore and you have to like it has to be hooked up in a certain way um i just may have showed my old ass by saying i don't know how to use facebook um i was also i did um there was one called meld which was specifically for african-americans like professionals that didn't last very long i was on the league um, the league is more of a curated kind of elitist. You have to be vetted for that one, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I tried to get on Raya. I was denied. That's a celebrity one. Clearly, uh, my profile didn't have enough weight to it. Um, what else did I do? Ew. Bumble. Well, let me look on my phone right yeah, now. Yeah, I was like, are they still there? Some of them are still <laughs> there. Just one page of just like holler apps. <laughs> right? You got to bundle them the right way, you know? You got to bundle uh, your bumble. Yeah, man. My ex-girlfriend, um, her dad met someone on Christian Mingle, mm-hmm. and he was with her for a year, and then they um, decided to like hitch up and everything. Yeah. And um, she didn't tell him until they got like, until they were engaged, but she was like a like, multimillionaire. Like, just kind of dropped it on him. So he ended up quitting his job. Now he has to travel all over the place. 
Miles, you got all the success stories. Christian Mingle. Let me, yo, holla at Christian Mingle. You know Props for that. He's like, drop, drop one for that but one I, time. I think, but I can front like, like I'm Christian for a while. I can run that. I feel like, but Christian Mingle, like people really, it, that's definitely, I'm looking for companionship. I'm looking, and it might not end up romantic. It could end up being platonic, but you're kind of sharing these values of, maybe not, I don't know. I don't want to speak t- too much, but I think there people are more, inclined to want to try to make a real connection um but i think if you are looking to to uh, online date take it offline as soon as possible mm, like I can completely agree with that yeah. like phone call take it off the app as soon as possible so for me um when i was heavily swiping it was a situation where it'd be like oh we matched then it was like okay a couple quick chitty chatties because i don't have the notifications on so i might have matched with someone but then i don't look at it for a week so I, if i really was interested i'd be like here's my phone number you know hit me up i also would advise having a secondary phone number yeah um ah. like a oh, backup for the crazies yeah, i mean you don't know these people right. which one time i did that and i went on a date with somebody he was cool amazing whatever whatever and then after the second date, it was like, okay, let me give you my real phone number. That really kind of blew his head out the water. He was like, what? The second, wait, what? Yeah, you was hitting my Google chat real quick. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Totally. Makes sense. I mean, it, it, sense. It, you have to remember, online dating, you can create any profile you want. Similarly to your ex's dad's girlfriend. he did. She didn't disclose as much information. And like sometimes if you are meeting someone in person, you can maybe deduce from environment from the people they hang out with certain things about them but online it's just a profile and a photograph and you can make up whatever story and i think when we're dating we give people um our representatives and it's a lot easy to create representatives in online dating Mm. i I can agree with a lot too like with the uh i don't know just not being like putting so much out there too and then like building it up online I think it's like the whole like, uh, like don't feel the fire, it just needs oxygen, right? Kind of thing, right? Yeah, because like, save it till you get to like you know in the person, and you can like talk to him there. I think it usually helps a lot. With 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 the girl you're dating now, how quickly did you transition from talking online to going to like to having like the traditional form of conversation? Uh, maybe like a couple weeks, but it was like very like rare that we were talking. It was kind of like like pretty like nice paragraphs, you know, oh, wow. back and forth like for a couple weeks, but. Oh, that's, Not like constant, you know. That's cool. I like yeah. that. Because that's like a letter, letter. exchange. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. See, you yeah. did this that's right. Like, oh, hey, I'm, hey, oh, hey, I'm hey, impressed. Man. Now, there is a term called orbiting that's kind of come up. And orbiting is where, you know, somebody you've dated or somebody you like is will orbit you but won't actually go out with you. So they'll follow your social medias. They'll like your pictures. Maybe they'll send you a, te- a DM from time to time. But then when you're like, hey... Do you want to like hang out? Oh yeah. no, I'm kind of busy. I can't do that. It's a it's a phenomena that is is very interesting. Like, so kind of like living in the fantasy of a real person, but never actually wanting to try to engage it. It's I, a it's a good way of getting Instagram followers too. Like you'll see girls in there that are like super provocative and like it looks like a real profile, but they literally just have their Instagram handle on there and they're just like trying to get people to follow them. I have my Instagram yeah. handle on there, but that but is probably beca- other stuff though too. I, just, I mean, like, I see someone that's just like literally provocative photos, Instagram. Right. You know, like, I don't look at this like this ad me on Instagram. Oh no, <laughs> yeah, no, no. Mine like doesn't that. no, mine doesn't say that. Mine just kind of it has my website, it has my Instagram. And I think I do that because it's a really good way for me to weed out assholes. Mm. Cause like oftentimes like 
there I have gone on dates and I think I mentioned this last time when the person was like, Oh, a sexologist. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could have never had sex with a sexologist. And in the middle of I was like, we didn't even make I, we were at the restaurant and I was like, at this point, you are hypersexualizing me in a really creepy way. I'm out, dude. Deuces. Um, so I kind of like to just kind of let people be able to at least see, like, okay, this is who this person is. Do I still want to hit them up? Right. I think, well, first, I'm learning a whole lot of new vocabulary. Yeah, I, I wasn't aware of orbiting. I was not on that. Think um, of the solar system. I, I, I the way I dance. Corey dancing. my dance game. <laughs> That's why I That's said what we he, call was, it. he orbiting, was kind you know of orbiting. Or people were orbiting him. I was orbited. I was the orbitee. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I would guess that there's a few different things that come out of that in terms of the evolutionary space uh, that are new rules and regulations that kind of exist inside there for dating for sex and all and anything that's inside that landscape i'm thinking that this has to be evolving as these new terms are coming through is there any rules of engagement that you would want to recommend to people like if you know what you want okay how do you operate to move in that direction kind of i mean i think you like i i hate saying rules because it seems so like rigid rigid. Yeah. yeah um i think that everybody needs to be comfortable with um, themselves first, right? Like I'm a firm believer. First relationship starts with self. If you're not okay with self and that relationship is off, all the other relationships will be off. Secondarily, I think you need to sit down and make a motherfucking list of like what you want, what you don't want. And then what, like three columns, what you want, what you don't want, and what you might be willing to negotiate mm. in a relationship. We're not even, we haven't even started talking about sex yet. Mm-hmm. Right now we're just talking about, and, and think about it is how do you want to be courted? What is important to you in courtship? Because courtship sets the basis for relationships, right? So I really appreciate the letter writing and taking time to like, you know, I, maybe we are not texting back and forth every day, but, you know, a few days go by and like, oh, let me tell you this story. And you do that. And then I think you I like a I like a three date rule. Um, I'm not saying that don't have sex until the third date. But what I am saying is after the third date, pull out that list again. Right. Um, and reevaluate. I'm a three six niner. So a, th- a three three dates reevaluate that list, that column you have. How, what do I like? What do I not like? Um, you know, it could be, you could do reflections on your dates. Mm-hmm. This sounds like a lot of work, but if you want a healthy relationship, it requires a lot of work. It's necessary. Yeah. Um, and then, okay. So maybe six dates, six dates, depending on how busy you are in the city and dates. I don't mean, Hey, let's just meet up for cocktails. I mean, dates because it takes longer for people to plan dates, mm-hmm. which means after six dates, you might be two, three months in. So now you can reevaluate. Do I want to continue to invest my time, my energy? And again, this is for me because I'm a little bit older. I'm very, very limited on time, right? And I think that um, we have to really consider like, what do I want out of this relationship? Am I really looking for companionship or am I looking to fuck? Which you could do that on the first date. That's fine. No judgment. But ask yourself what you're really looking for. What are you looking for? My, it's Miles, yes. Miles, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to mess that up. Um, I do like having like the like a relationship. I I've always been that type of person. I've always been in one. So I um, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for someone that I'm just like 
can honestly like sit in the same room and like I think it's like a big thing if you could sit in the same room as someone like read a book and like do your separate things. Mm-hmm. I think that's like kind of what I'm looking for as well too. Yeah, something that we can have our separate lives, our separate things. Yep. And um, but still like you know, help each other out when we need it. You know. Yep. And be there for each other. That's yep. what I'm looking for. That's what's up. But and I'm not saying like make a list and sit at the table and be like, okay, so uh, I want kids in three to five years. I want to be me and read. I want to no. Yeah. I, I, that's not what I'm saying. It's like. I want somebody to respect me. Uh, if they call me um, or if I call them and they don't get back to me, like how many days will I feel comfortable not hearing from them before I feel disrespected? Right. Um, what do what do I want them to do? This is a huge thing. And I think this is big for both men and women living in a city like New York. If you want to date an ambitious person, you're not going to see him very much. Say that again, please. If, yeah. if like, I, say a lot for the people in the back. Yeah, for all the and and again, I'm not just speaking to women, because some of my girlfriends and I were like, "Why are we single? Or why do we end up in these kind of strange uh, relationships where we're kind of together?" But and it's like, "Bitch, we work, <laughs> right?" And then there have been men who you dated, and then they say things like, "Oh, you don't really have enough time for me." It's like, I, "No, I don't," and. Be honest about that going into it. So then you're not wasting your time. You're not wasting someone else's time. It's it's a challenge when you are an ambitious person and the person you're trying to be with isn't or doesn't have the same drive. like respect to the, or, of the drive because they don't get that if I have limited amounts of time and I give you some, that to me is more valuable than you giving me your time when you have a bunch. If you work five days a week, you have a whole weekends off and I work seven days a week and I have very limited amounts of time. That time is way more precious to give than your whole 48 hours you have every week. Yeah, I'm be honest with you. The most attractive thing that I can find in a person is ambition, like flat out. Like you can have all the different things that might get you interested. Like I feel there's a difference between being interested in somebody because it it probably didn't really take much work to get that first level of interest. But being attracted to somebody takes a little bit of effort. And it's going to be the the intangibles, not the things that you see up front first, but the things that are kind of like, oh, you worked for this. Like, that's the most attractive thing that I could ever find in an individual. Um, And in that same space, when you're talking about ambition inside of New York City, I would put up in front, like inside of these, again, never having this digital conversation. But what's your definition of success? Because if we're not in the same ballpark of asking that question of success, you can't possibly understand what I'm willing to do, to willing there. to go without, willing to like grind out to get to that space. So how could we ever have a meaningful connection if you can't if we I'm trying to describe to you a color you never saw? That's a strong point because if if my floor is your ceiling, we're not going. How are we going to go? We're not going to. Where rock. are we going with that? <laughs> but I think as you age and as your relationship gets more serious, those kinds of things be- questions become more complex. For example, um, I am not here to bag on anybody who may have not chosen to go an academic route. Mm-hmm. Um, did chose maybe not to go to college, right? However, when you start thinking about having children. If one person didn't go to college and the other person may have an advanced degree, you probably need to have a serious conversation about your feelings around education. Mm-hmm. Because once you bring a child into this world, parents have to have a united front, right? Yeah. And I'm not saying everybody has to go to college. You just really need to grapple. Again, if your floor or if my floor is your ceiling, like it's the same type of idea. Imagine what happens when you have children. And you add that to the mix. 
you're talking about the financial investment too, like missing out on the fact that, okay, so if you don't believe in college and I do, then that's a two to three hundred thousand dollar decision that we do not agree on. Yes. That's some real shit. Yes. That is some real shit. And it also will impact how you raise a child for 18 years up until college. Right. Like if somebody doesn't value college, does that mean that they might not value exposure opportunities or even think to give younger children exposure opportunities. And, and again, I'm not saying that everybody has to go to college. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that that is a conversation that, and again, we're talking online dating, so we're not necessarily talking kids, but if you exchange in too many bodily fluids, kids could happen. Right. So thinking about that, those things, um, it, it really is interesting, um, to think about, how we're online dating and how things like Instagram impact our, our online dating habits and our dating habits in general. It's like, it's like dating in the digital age is, is really complex because you know, as somebody who's dated, you see all these things online and you're like, why the fuck is my relationship so boring? (laughs) But then you have to be like, Miles, you said, I would really like to be with somebody that I can sit in a room and do our own things and, feel comfortable right these are things you should probably talk about on the first couple dates and 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 then i think people also need to remember boring relationships are dope are probably healthy (laughs) like if there's no drama that means there's no drama you know and it's healthy and i think that we have this we are misnomers about what relationships should look like. Yeah, there's a bias of reporting on most of these social spaces, right? Because you're not going to report when, hey, we just went to Trader Joe's, did it up. <laughs> you know, you're not going to put all the basic stuff online. You're going to show when you're like in Tulum or in Turks and all the rest yeah. of these spaces. Yeah. People get to see that. And that, yeah. if that's 90% of what you put out there, that's not 90% of your life. That's just the content that you chose to show. Right. They're not going to show the laundry basket like, is this motherfucker got a shitty draw in this bitch? <laughs> like, is he not wiping his ass? What is happening? That is like, cause for elimination right there. Yeah, that's a cutoff. <laughs> that's a cutoff. If you don't wipe your ass, we can't move forward. We can't move forward. I feel like that's really funny because I'm pretty sure somebody listening is like, ooh, I once farted. And you don't sit here. Please, men. I don't. Any man that's listening. Unless y'all motherfuckers is nearing your assholes. <laughs> Nair. You got a little booty juice, doodle juice. Unless you carrying baby wipes. In the back. Wipe okay. it up. Okay. I'll show them to you. Well, I don't, you know what? Oh. They're the clean ones. I don't keep the oh. dirty ones. Just the okay. clean ones in there. Yeah. I'm just dirty saying, like, I guess the, <laughs> I whole, leave the, dirty ones the, behind. the whole point to that was, like, <laughs> you know, I could have said period panties. I could have, you know what I mean? It's just like, these are human things that humans yeah. go through that you end up seeing in relationships. For sure. Nobody wants to put that online. Yeah. If you ain't seen the big draws, that's not your girlfriend yet. Nah, not yet. The draws with the, the holes in it or yeah, the, the boxers draws. you've had since high school. Right. Like why do there's no elastic in that? Why are you still wearing them? Comfort. Yeah, right. Yo, yo, he, he said that with conviction. Because he has he still like got three them. pair of them. Listen, those are my old workout shorts, and they give me that nostalgia from time to time. He's you, like, you hear the music when they, when you put them back on, you know, you're ready to go. You see, you see those couple signs where you know like how invested someone is on you by like whether or not you've replaced their like old things. You yeah. know, like like every woman has those like old sweatpants, and a lot of times they'd be like the ex boyfriend's old sweatpants. 
I don't have those. <laughs> you know, you don't have you don't have the Hell. old shorts, the old football, the, the sweatshirt, no. none Hell of those. No. Hell no. You don't have none of those things. Shout out to you for not having an inherited gear. Yeah. Hell no. When did you go to Duke? Yeah, like, you come nah, in and be like, yo, um, it's like what? When did you play basketball? Like, what's up with the three XT? Like. No, I'm not keeping none of that because you leaving a trail of like, I think also you are bringing in things from your past relationships into this relationship. Mm. And it might be the most comfortable sweatshirt out there. Buy a new fucking sweatshirt. I want my sweatshirts back. You, if y'all listening, give me back out. my sweatshirts. It's a PSA from Corey. Yeah, you want your old clothes Give back? me my sweatshirts. I think it's time to live. Drop and them like, at no. a P.O. box, though. You can't get my address. Because the thing is, here's the funny thing. Like, dudes ain't running around with like, ooh, these panties. Ooh, this little, this baby tee. I'm wearing this baby tee. I mean, maybe some men are running around putting on panties. That's sexy, too. I'm you not going to yuck your yum. But I just think that, like, it's, it's, uh, it's, it, you bringing in past stuff. Now, I have a lot of junk. Okay. That I probably should purge. But I think that goes back to like the list that I've kind of recommended. Yeah. The things you don't want should be the shit that showed up in your last relationship that made you feel uncomfortable, made you feel bad about yourself. But really, you got to look at yourself. You know, I'm going to say this and people may look at me crazy or whatever. For a long time, I struggled and I still struggle at times with um, anxiety, self-esteem mm-hmm. issues. And you can have a great relationship and a great dude and a great girl. But again, if your self-relationship is not with it, mm-hmm. it can really impact how you will move in that relationship. So I also think you should be honest. Like, you know, again, another thing I've tried to be honest with, I have I have PTSD because I experienced sexual assault. Right. These are things I got to let people know before we start fucking, right? Like, yeah, here are some know. things like, you know, I do struggle with self-esteem. Here are my triggers. Um, because, and you, but the thing is most people don't know their triggers. Mm. So that takes self-work. Like there's a level of honesty and I'd say, yeah, dedication in that self-work that you would need to be able to present that. But I want to go back to that idea of the representative that you're going on in these first few exchanges, right? If you're not self-aware of that, right. And you're putting this best little representative out there. I'd say probably past that third or fourth interaction, some of that is going to start creeping in, right? Yeah. I just put all my insecurities like right there. First course meal for appetizers. Like just let's, let's do this. But again, it gives you an opportunity to weed people out. Yeah. Like I, for me, myself, I'm an incredibly complex, dynamic, strong-willed, tenacious, nefarious, social justice warrior that sometimes overworks themselves to panic. Yeah. Um, and I kind of, you know, when I think about dating, I need somebody that can either not engage in my drama mm-hmm. or be able to walk me off the ledge. And these are things, of course, I continue to work on, but some of the shit's real deeply seated. Navigating that storm is a complex situation. Hell yeah. And when you're ambitious and you're adding on to that work. And trying to move to the next level or trying to level up. It can get really complex. You're constantly putting yourself in that arena. Um, And it's subject to all the spectators that are not doing the work but are quick to make that judgment aspect. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a complex space to navigate. What you got on that, Corey? That first date unpacking, I probably overly unpacked. Me too. But I give... I, because I, you know what I don't want? What I don't want is you to come back and say, you didn't say this. Yep. Or you misrepresented this. So I'm, I give all my junk. Like, yo, here you go. You ready for this? 
food ain't come yet. You can leave if you want to. Here's my stuff. You know what I mean? I, but I think I think that's a better way to go about it, though, because you get to hit people with all the things up front. Like, I believe, like, give me the price, then tell me all the good stuff about it. You know what I mean? Like, hit me with the problem, and then let me figure out if all the other things are really worth overcoming these problems. Right. Mm. And I wouldn't say, like, the the whole story you told Miles with the money, that's that's not a problem, right? That's not something that you're going to be like... Surprise. A surprise. I mean, like, that... <laughs> Um, I think it's the the more. Yeah, that's com- a pretty cool. That's a pretty cool problem. That's <laughs> if that's it, right? So I gotta stop working. <laughs> so Dang. you lie. You mean I'm never gonna have to have financial issues ever again? That's I so fucked up. Weird. Like she waited a year, though. I mean, you know, I don't know. I feel like he should have figured some stuff out, there, though. Like that's what I was about like, to say. This is a really nice house yeah. for Target. This but, really yeah. Yeah. but here, but I will say yeah. this though: what that tells me is that she had been exploited in the past by someone else. And that is one of those things. Yeah. That, but see again, because it's money, that's not like I. That's not PTSD. She has PTSD in a sense, but it's it's like she could have made herself vulnerable and get used again. So I get why, even if it was a year, she really wanted to see if this person was there for her. Um, and then you know, look, the Lord done blessed him. Yeah. He who finds a wife. Finds made, a good thing. That's a, work. that's a hell of a lot better than the other way around. Yeah. Like, hey, by the way, I owe twenty million dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. no. <laughs> Which I, I, just so you know, yeah, that just, should have been early. You should have told me that early. For anybody listening who might think about dating me, I have a really bad credit score and a <laughs> lot of debt from grad school. Yeah, that'll do that. Like, I've been through that space. <laughs> so Grab just know it's 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 no nowhere near a seven hundred <laughs> or a six fifty. Like let's just there. You got three digits though, right? I do have three. Digits. Okay, we cool. <laughs> I all do three, have all three of the digits, <laughs> and and it doesn't begin with a one. So there's that. But I think that you know, and again, when you're online dating and you're younger, you, these are not things you think about, right? But people, I think the first piece of advice is like, get your credit score right. Like you can't really marry somebody. If your credit score is, if their credit score is great and yours is bad, that's a liability. So this marriage is going to cost me 75 credit points. (laughs) That's That's a real thing. But that can impact. That's a real thing. That can impact your ability to buy a house. You're in New York, your ability to get an apartment. Like this is impacting serious shit. Yeah. There's a lot of constraints that the city alone puts on just dating in general, I'd imagine. Um, and as you transition from that digital space to that inter in-person kind of situation, what do you think are some of the stipulations that New York specifically puts on just dating in general? Well, <laughs> women outnumber men by quite a bit. Um, the hours people put in at work. Yeah. Just the a sheer hours um, because it's such a grind city. Um, the cost of living. Like, think about dating, right? Last night I met up with a friend, just the, the homie. We met up and I was like, let's see if we can hit this uh, bar over here. And it was like Lavo or something. Yep. Um, they was talking a $100 tab per <laughs> person at the door. So we were like, fuck that. Let's just go to Tao. Mm-hmm. And Tao, same deal. For like, it wasn't there weren't people there, so we just sat at the bar and we're talking about work and life and things. It was ninety dollars for our tab. We each had two cocktails. Like, so when you think about that, so who pays for the dates? Yeah. And what if you're somebody who doesn't want to fuck up their credit, who's trying to invest in other things? Like, you're you got to get creative because it is expensive in New York. 
they have surcharging now for uh, cabs. So if you're below 96th Street, just to get in the cab is $6. Yeah. So think about that. Well, ladies, when you uh, are wearing those high heels, because <laughs> you can't look to a dude and be like, you finna Uber this? Because it doesn't matter if it's Uber, Lyft, or a yellow cab, that, that flat charge of $6 just to get in costs money. Yeah, that's why I really have a hard time understanding serial daters in that space. It's like, yeah. yo, you gotta, your, your economics on this situation have to be entirely different from how I used to approach that. <laughs> it's like, I just don't even understand how you go through that. Your general approach to a first date has to be like, like I, I would need some serious confirmation that I'm interested in this person before I'm <laughs> dropping like, like real money for this date. So I'm about to spend $500 to have fun with you. Like, that's a real serious decision to go on this real date. Like, but I think, again, if you're online dating, these are conversations you should be having before, like, trying to figure out a casual way to be like, if we were to go on a date, what are you we, hitting for? Yeah, like, yeah. are we going Dutch? <laughs> what are we doing right now? Yeah. You know, what's, I, guess what's going I got kind of lucky on that because we didn't cover any of those bases, but, like, we've been completely equal with, like, money when it comes to everything. And, I mean, I can even trust her, too. Like, we can, I can pay for, like, a cab or something to get, like, you know, me home and her home or something. And, um, you know, like the next date she might, you know, like bring, she brought me like this, like really nice bag of cookies once. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like this, like equal manner. Yes. Like I didn't, you know, like thanks for doing that. Oh, so it's dope. always like, yeah, I like, I, know, I like how that's all like completely equal. Miles is a renaissance man out totally. here. Miles is out here, man. Yeah. Out here with the romance and right? cookies and letters, man. We got, a, things, man. we got a rock group that we're starting called the Helpless Romantics. That's actually what we're trying to get going. We need a, we need a drummer. We put that together. Oh, I have a friend that's a drummer. Look at that. We just formed our band, Miles. There you go. Right well, I got all got kinds it. of music. Y'all, you would love him. He's really great. That's what's so, up. So I, I think like when you're dating, like challenge people to find creative dates. Yeah. Right? Funniest dating story I ever had, because I am ruthless. This is years ago. We met at the Hudson, had a cocktail at the Hudson. And then I was like, have you ever been to the Russia Vodka Room? Huh. This is back when I drank a lot more than I do now. Um. And we went there, and he was like, I'm probably not going to drink. I was like, well, I am, and you're going to have to pay the tab because my credit card won't clear. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. I, I mean, I was Up real front. about you it. Was, you was letting okay. him know. <laughs> right? And the person was like, and we dated for a, a very long, quite some time, right? And um, they were like, you were not very nice when we met. I was like, why did you call me back? I had to figure this out. <laughs> it was I, a challenge. Yeah, like, I don't know. this, But I think that, you know, unique dates creative dates picnics in the park it's summertime that can be awesome uh getting a bottle sometimes just getting a bottle of alcohol putting it in water bottle cups and sitting on a bus stop and people watching can be a great date people watching is underrated in new york city one of my best dates was a picnic in the park i just packed up like a little basket and a couple bottles and like little food and sandwiches and stuff and you know yeah we was talking about the, the cool. 500 dollar mark uh, I would imagine that you guys have had to navigate around the city before the five hundred dollar like investment mark. But you got to think though, like if you're just going on a date and you're like, oh, let's go to dinner, yeah, and let's go to get some drinks, yeah, you're easily gonna hit. Oh, I know that's two fifty right there at, at a minimum. It, it, that's two fifty as a minimum before we actually traveled there. Yeah, not even yeah. talking like, about not common there. transportation. Like always, like if you're trying to save money, you got to meet there first. That's step one. <laughs> meet, <laughs> yeah. meet at the spot. So if you're trying to, let me give you some save you money advice go. on this date. And if you don't know what's up with this person, you're trying to mitigate your investment. Number one, meet them at the spot you're going to go so you're not covering their trip there. Yeah. That also leaves you an easy exit of not having to leave with them and get them home. 
Mm. So if you decide you want to bounce, do that. I would always lead with cocktails prior to dinner, somewhere near where the dinner place would be, so that if you get a bad vibe at the cocktail hour, you only bought a drink and you get to walk away there. Proxy. I also think you should have a friend on on backup, like, and then if you really want to back out, like... You know, they could hit you and you'd be like, ooh, I just got this email from work. I got to go. Like, I think I, I just go ahead and do that. I feel like everybody know that, though. I feel like everybody know you're doing that. Like, I, I feel like that. if I was it's on a date, strategy. if I was on a date and somebody was like, ooh, work just hit me, especially if you just said some dumb shit. Like, yeah. I mean, but you could come up with something a little more creative um, or something. But yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, always have an exit plan. I think there's Bryant Park. We're summer in New York, so we've talked about some of the like hiccups. But there's so many things. There's Shakespeare in the park. Yeah. There's movies in the park. There's there's always something in, in Central Park. There's always let's something. break it down for some people. You know, again, some people that we're just uh, challenging to st- step out into this training space and this health and wellness space. You know what the money is like when you first get started. And that's that's just any startup business kind of thing, right? Your money's not always going to be liquid to be dropping five, six hundred dollars on a on a whim Tuesday. You know, what's some of the spaces that you guys like to hit up in that New York summertime vibe? Give me some, give me some game on that, Young Miles. You got some spots. I can see it in your well, heart. Actually, like when I was starting to do the dating stuff here, I didn't really know too many spots. But one of the first places I went in New York was Elsa. It's like a little, uh, like a little cocktail bar. It looks like, um, it's like really crystally looking. It's really cool. Is that in Brooklyn? Uh, yeah, it's in Brooklyn. I know exactly what you're talking oh, about. Yeah, and it's and cool they, on the yeah, inside. Yeah, and yeah. across the street they have this really good like wood fire pizza place, which I don't know what's called. Dude, that's 100 like, percent my neighborhood. Seeing, like cocktails and like pizza right across the street. It's easy to do, and then you can escape easily. If you need to. Yeah. That's dope. Elsa's a vibe yeah. too. I like that. It's spot. Really See, cool. this is why we're friends, yeah. bro. <laughs> I'm good for the like. I like. I'll go for the let's go for a walk type of thing because yeah. a, a walk is a really good way to kind of get to know somebody, see what's up. Also, like if you can't walk with me for 10 minutes and you're not going to rock in my life, mm. you know what I mean? I'm moving like I'm not really a hold still kind of person most of the time unless I'm really heavily chilling. Yeah. Like I'm moving and I like to walk places. I like to go. So I feel like if you're not good for like a walk and talk situation, we're probably not going to vibe anyway. That's so that's like one good filter to put in there. But just like pick a nice scenic spot to walk through. It goes like the botanical tar- botanical garden walk through that walk through central park um even eastern parkway if you're on the right side of it or down the center of it is a really cool place to just walk and like check out the architecture of the buildings and you'll walk by a lot of things you walk by brooklyn museum if you're going that route so there's a lot of good like walking trails that can run you into things and you can discover where your date will end up but it also gives you an easy back out because you can real quick call an uber from any part of that mm-hmm. i actually like dumbo for walking too dumbo is dope for walking. Like cobblestone and everything it's yeah great. Yeah. And you got the little edge of the water, and yeah. I've never been to that little amusement park thing where the Ferris wheel is, but I feel yeah. like that might be a cool little date, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh. over here looking at y'all crazy because I don't know nothing about Brooklyn. Uh, if it's not on the island, So take me up to Harlem. Right. What's teach the Harlem world looking like? <laughs> I mean, I We're think... pulling up to Corner Social, all I that mean, fun stuff? No, I wouldn't. I mean, I do like Corner Social, but, you know, I, it's... I, it's a lot of locals there, so mm-hmm. if you're from Harlem or you live in Harlem, wouldn't be a great place to g- do a date because too many people are going to talk to you, and mm-hmm. it's kind of loud. Um, okay, so if you want to go uptown, uptown, um, I might do um, a burger at Harlem Shake, and they have mimosa pitchers that are mimosa pitchers okay and they're like two bottles of champagne and a little bit of orange juice for like 20 (laughs) bucks like you're gonna be a little you're gonna be like whoa i'm a little tipsy i think that um 
in Midtown or Upper West Side, there's some great dive bars. Tap a keg on mm. Broadway. They have a pool table and a dartboard, and it's a shithole dive bar, but I love it. Broadway um, dive bar is also another great dive bar. They have great food. And any place with a jukebox, like I'm a huge fan of jukeboxes because somebody's music taste will tell you a lot about them. Yeah. yeah. Like if they start playing a bunch of Spice Girls or I'm like, mm, I'm good. Um, <laughs> you about know. to have a good evening if she likes the Spice Girls. You about to have a fun time. If you want to be my love, she's starting nah. Right. Um, but I like those two <laughs> You got to find out which one she is. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else do I like? I, I do like Groupon. You can find some activities on Groupon and get discounts. I'm all for it. Like if a dude is like, oh, I found this Groupon. You want to do this? Yeah. Um, if you want to do something really creative and it's not like a first date or it's a second or third date, King Spa um, yeah. in New Jersey. It's at Palisade. Okay. In the Palisades. They have a free shuttle to get you there. There's always a Groupon for $45. So you get your little Groupon and you can tell the person, hey, would you be interested in this? They can buy their Groupon. You can buy your Groupon. You don't have to really worry about looking good because you all got to wear a weird looking outfit anyways. Yeah. <laughs> they have an incredible Korean restaurant and sushi bar. And it's just an opportunity where, like Miles said, you can both be in the same space and just do relaxing things. If you want to talk, you can talk. You can separate to go to the like bathhouses because it's separate. Yeah. Men and women is separate. And then they have all these hot saunas and just quiet rooms. They have chess tables. There's a king spa in the city too, right? I think that's like, there's a different spa that has pools. Right, right. But these don't have alcohol, which like the the one in Jersey doesn't have alcohol, which I think is great because mm-hmm. you got to be able to talk somebody without alcohol. Yeah. Um, also, movies in the park are so much fun. Um, Shakespeare in the Park, you can do that in Harlem. They have that. You can do, and they have movies in Harlem. I'm telling you, go nyc.parks.gov plus movies. There's, it's like three nights a week. Yes. You could meet after work and like Bryant Park is incredible for this Mm because now there's Whole Foods right there. Yep. You go, you pick up a couple snickety snack snacks. Get you a nice little tarp. Lay it down. Tarp or blanket. Blanket. You just rolling with a tarp, fam? Right. You, know, you got a tarp saying. on you? Like, I'm ready to go. What? You keep that in your desk at your <laughs> You want to talk about scaring a yeah, first date? Pull out a tarp. <laughs> I'm nervous. Right. Um, <laughs> you unroll a tarp. <laughs> oh, the High Line? The Getting high line like boxed, boxed wine or like canned wine. Nice little stroll on the High Line. And sit down, talk. Nothing says love like a box of wine. I'm saying this can, is just good. these are like cheap after work things. Yeah. That's what's so up. you're not at a happy hour. You're still outside. Definitely. Um, Jack's is a steakhouse. Uncle Jack's, I think is what it's called or something like that. Uh, they have two for one martinis on like Friday nights or something, or one of these nights of the week. And they're like all top shelf. Mm. So you can get like a $15 martini with kettle one, but you get two of them. So we can stick you. with Michelle. She yeah, know how to do it. That's what I was about it. to say. She's gonna get you this top shelf martini and Othello in the park. For yeah. Sure. Oh my gosh. I went to work. see I went to see Shakespeare in the park. It was actually pretty good. I think my date was a little drunk though, because he passed out. Which is <laughs> that's cool too. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. And then also, I feel like don't be afraid to do shit you've never done before. Where? Right? Like paint and sip. Mm. You know? They have uh, an axe throwing place now too. I've heard about that oh, yeah. place. I like that. How about idea. first date with axes. <laughs> first right. date with axes is a different type of first yeah. date. I yeah, definitely. yeah. Or or um, roller skating in Brooklyn. Yeah, like that's like a throwback. 
joint. You know, yeah. I have roller skates, so there's they that. brought it out in Bed Stuy. I, I, I know the spot you're talking about. I haven't been there, but I definitely want to check that out. We get like rock skate roll bounce. Allegedly, Kyle is supposed to be really good at roller skating. This is something that I haven't confirmed myself, but he's been Him telling me about this. I mean, that's I'm his generation. His generation grew up on well, it. I skated. Roller skating. Are you? Both. Yeah, I'm super good at. You know, it. they have teams. Yeah. Uh, Hold on, they got teams and they be performing. I'm trying to tell you Do in we have Brooklyn. A group outing right now because that's yo, what I'm hearing. Yo, Friday night. I'm up. I, let me tell you how pulled up it is. People be they hitting you with the roll bounce, like oh the full God. roll bounce joint. No, I'm they in. doing flips and things. Oh, I'm here for that. I want to see it. I'm All not right. going to participate, but I'm here. So this is the battle for Kyle's spot. Miles is going to outskate him. If, like, yeah, yeah. That's just, and then I'm sorry, right. we got to rotate him out. Yeah, yeah. I'm, but, pretty, I'm pretty confident. Who's going to be the new battle? Here we go. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. But I think those are really fun things, and just look for eclectic things. Oh, another thing that I'm a huge fan of that some people might not be, but I am a ha- fan of it. Street fairs. Yeah, that's that walking. Yeah. You know, and you know. Get get a little cash, grab your little fifty dollars cash or whatever, and just eat your way through the street fair. Split things. Oh, you want to split a hot dog? You want to split? So Try then, something different. Yeah, you, yeah. you can find out right because you know how sometimes you get those people that are problematic daters. Like I had a young lady that I really, I really liked for a while, and I ended up not being able to go out with her because she couldn't pick food, and it was so frustrating that I just let the whole thing go. The indecision. Aspect yeah, of- like. You, you you know you know what I'm talking about. You pick a place, you pick the place. Oh, I don't want that, but then you don't have another place you want to go to. If you walk through a fair and that person can't figure out what to eat, let them go. Let There's them go. So many fried options. It's if amazing. you got all these options, you can't pick anything. Let them go. Yeah, you can tempura damn near anything. Yeah, you That's can, you can deep fry most things. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching that on Instagram. It's like in my mind, I'm going to become um, a housewife, okay. and I'm trying to teach myself all these recipes. But I'm like, everything is fried. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Every it's like, why are we frying all of this? Because it's tasty. You don't have to be good at things if you're frying it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you don't have it to be a good up, cook to yeah. deep fry. Because it's giving me the whole recipe yeah, in one minute clip on Instagram. You can just take a thing and fry it. That's yeah. pretty much um how American food goes at this point. Yeah, but I also think that if you're out of town, don't be afraid to internet date either. Oh yeah. Oh. Out of town, like meaning checking down into a new spot. Yeah, like when you go to it. Yeah, and, but be honest again. Be like, hey, I'm here for the weekend. I'm yeah. not necessarily trying to get fucked, but who knows? But I am trying to see because I've gone on vacations b- before by myself, mm-hmm. and then it's sometimes you can find somebody local to show you local things. Let's go through that for a second. I do mm-hmm. like I enjoy a vacation by yourself to be able to see what your boundaries are and to kind of try to see okay. If it's truly a vacation, like oh, without any outside stimulation, what am I going to want to do? That's kind of how I try to navigate it. It's like, okay, what am I? What's my heart feeling right now at this moment? That's what I'm going to go and operate in, and that's where I'm going to go and try to see. I try to have no itinerary because everything else is so structured for me. I hear you I, on that. Yeah, it's just it's literally impulses. Like, all right, this is I'm going to do 100 percent this. I'm going to do none of the stuff that I don't actively want to do in that standpoint in time, and that's. That's gotten me around some interesting scenarios. I'd say um, backpacking and traveling. Just I had a rule of threes. If I heard something three times, I had to go there. That got me all the way to Columbia. People <laughs> were just giving me recommendations on like random stuff. It's like, oh, you got to check out this bar. It's like, okay. I hear the next person tell me, oh, you got to check out this bar. I was like, all right, I got one more person to tell me. Then I got to book this ticket. Then I got to. I literally booked a ticket from Panama and flew into Columbia off of just that. Like recommendations like that. So that's what's up. The world traveling in me and the vagabond loves that kind of idea. 
but I would imagine that the dating, like going there specifically to date, kind of takes you on a little bit of a different journey. Oh, I didn't say specifically to date necessarily. I was just saying like, if you are out of town, Mm. don't close the door to that opportunity. Snag a companion, Albuquerque real quick. Do you had any uh, navigations through that? Like traveling and then finding interesting little nuances to a new space through dates? I wish. No, it's out here. I mean, I've lived here for two and a half years now. And, uh, I mean, just being out here is awesome for that aspect. Like, just finding, like, restaurants and stuff, I think. Yeah. So, like, kind of, like, staying in town. But, mm-hmm. um, I haven't done it, like, out of state. I think that'd be a great thing to do, though. Yeah. Awesome. The, the first time I went to Miami was on business. And I, as soon as I got there, I, like, hit the hotel. I had a little bit of time. I ran to the beach. I ran into some young ladies. And I had mad fun being shown around town by them because they were like i was like i want some good food they were like oh we got to go to the hood mm-hmm. so i was like i bet i'm we going to the hood and i was like oh well, we're going to the hood hood bet okay <laughs> let me change my clothes real quick let's go to the hood like but we had like a really good time and i i saw miami in a different way i got to see the art scene in miami i never would have yep. seen that that way and i just run around with with these ladies who like live there and knew the streets it was it was dope and it definitely was way better than any tourist experience like imagine what you would give someone your version of New York versus the tourist version of New York. New York as a tourist is almost terrible. Hmm. New terrible. York for real is a beautiful thing. Yep. You know, so every city has that and getting over and getting like a local to show you, that's dope. I hadn't even thought about doing it. It organically happened for me, but I hadn't thought about like trying to find. Yeah. I've d- I mean, I've done it. Um, first of all, I really enjoy solo vacations because yep. there are no witnesses. Look at that. And you can be whoever you want to be. Discretion is the key to happiness. Woo. And I've had some incredibly wild <laughs> some NDA stuff yeah 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 sign on the fluid yeah, line sign yeah, on the yeah, fluid yeah, line yeah 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 like okay okay um and it it's amazing and I I feel so blessed and highly favored cause I've been safe in those spaces and I've I'm pretty witty though and like I don't really you, you don't fucking play with me right like mm-hmm. I can see through some bullshit but it has been Really interesting. I have not done it internationally. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't say that because I have had to work in like Canada and then and, and done some things there. But I think it's just living. I love people. Mm-hmm. When I was much younger in my mid 20s, I had a job where I was on the road two, t- two weeks out of the month. Um, and back then, I'll, I, I didn't have the same level of confidence. Now I'll just go to a bar and strike up a conversation with somebody, right? Right. But back then, I, I would not do that. Um, but the um the idea of just stepping out of your comfort zone when it comes to dating in general because you kind of have to step out of your comfort zone to go online to do the digital dating thing and then once you actually meet somebody if you have been on this digital dating bender for a while you're stepping out of your comfort zone again because you now have to meet in person and you have to try to make something grow so i think like my lesson for the day is um, don't be afraid of leaning in to new experiences when it comes to dating, trying things you've never done when it comes to dating um, and, and just explore dating yourself even. Cause I kind of feel like when I take myself on a trip out of town alone, I'm basically dating myself. Look at that. Um, and that goes back to building that relationship with the one and only yourself. So you can forge healthy relationships with other people and identify what you like and dislike and what you'll negotiate and what you won't negotiate in relationships. I really like the idea of you dating yourself and forming 
how you date and how you navigate through any other relationships that you have in life. You guys have any experience going through like a self date? I don't know if you've called it that, but have you gotten anything beneficial that you see now from spending some dedicated time alone that you transition into other spaces? I certainly haven't called it that. Um, that's a great name for it. I, um, but my mental health days, like my days where I'm like, I'm gonna shut it down. I'm out. I'm gonna go do me. It's usually me rolling through the city or walking through Brooklyn and just finding things to do and just getting into whatever I feel like getting into. I literally just like go forward, which I end up lost a lot, but I end up finding a lot of play. I get lost anyway. Like I'm, I'm terrible with direction. So that's how one of the ways I got comfortable with walking is I'm like, all right, the only way I'm going to figure out my neighborhood with my terrible sense of direction is to walk through it. Mm. So I just dip out. I'll be like, all right, I got this going on. I'm going to cancel these things. I'm going to go ride out and I'm going to just be me. And I just go through, I stop and eat at places. That's why I know all the like ill little nook spots to eat at and like little places to pop into because I just roll. Yeah. My hard time is trying to figure out how I got back there, like how to get back there. <laughs> it's like, yo, I ended up in this space. Yo, this space is ill. It again. <laughs> remember that time I, I called Tony all the time, like, hey, remember when we ate this thing at this place over by this? And yeah, he has like, to like decipher no. what I meant. <laughs> he never has figured it out. I, I, I had that moment when I moved here too, just being able to, you know, go by myself and take walks and just experiencing neighborhoods. And then um, the trains too, like, I didn't have that in Colorado, which is great. So it's, you know, you can kind of get lost in the trains, too, just take it somewhere and then start walking around. Um, and also movie theaters was a big one for me out here that helped me kind of like, I don't know, just kind of take myself on like a self-date kind of thing. And like you just pick a movie theater like further away. Yeah, and then there's go so to many it. different movie theaters out yeah. here. They're awesome, like small ones. And in Colorado, we have like two. So out here, there's like 10 in every like couple miles, it seems like. So. Right. I, yeah. I think that, you know, for me dating myself and being a woman, like I, it's not just getting up and rolling. Get dressed up. Go to a nice restaurant. Put some effort into it. Yeah. Right. And, and, and then really examine, like I'm habitually late to everything, right? So this is a, a, a part of who I am as a person. And so I also need to consider like, would I date myself? <laughs> I think that's a question mm. we don't ask ourselves a lot. We have all these expectations for like what are other people bringing to the table, and I think we need to take a little bit of time and be like, would I date myself? And there have been times in my life that I'm like, hell no, bitch, hell motherfucking no, I would not date me. And so then, if I'm saying that, I need to totally be okay with the fact that I might not be dating people right now because there might be some things I need to work on. Because we should be able to be like, I would date me, honey, because I am a catch. Mm. Because then that will make you just subconsciously be with somebody that's going to respect you and see those same qualities. And it's got to be something that helps you identify the areas of opportunity for you to improve, I yeah. would imagine. Areas of opportunity for growth. You know, that's what we try to make You it. work in corporate America. Yeah. I try to. I, you, I do. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you about that. I definitely do. But... My goal is to take some of that information that I get in that corporate space and disseminate that, you know, and to try to make it really applicable to the diaspora. So inside of that space, would you date yourself is a question that I got to ask me on my way up out of here. You guys got anything else you got to ask? I would. I'm dope. You dating yourself? Absolutely. Miles, are you dating yourself? Yeah. I, I feel like I'm pretty confident, good about it. I think I'm where I'm supposed to be or where I want to be. <laughs> my bad for that. I don't know if I date myself because I didn't know to hit the airplane mode on that phone. So I mean, I'm not attracted to me. Yeah. That's a different story. <laughs> that's the only problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not my type. You're not your type? Nah, that's the only problem. I can see that. I can yeah, see that being an the issue. the only problem I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the selection aspect of it 
you know, if you if you were able to distill all of Corey and put it into something a little bit more in your speed. Oh, yeah, that'd be a bad girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's something slightly narcissistic about that. Absolutely. We, that's for another episode. I'm, I'm, I'm basking in my narcissism, baby. I'm here. Yeah, that's dating I'm in here. itself. I'm peeking yeah. in the lake right now. He's like, look at, look at how beautiful that lake is. Yeah, my middle name is Narcissus. I don't know nice. if you noticed. <laughs> I love that, man. Yo, Michelle, you have anything special that you need to let our listeners know about that you got coming up? You know, uh, pray for me. You know, I, I'm I'm in transition. If you are someone that follows me or and you're wondering, like, why is she not posting? It's because I'm working and I'm yeah. trying to work on a few different things, new things, um, exploring my ways to get the glow up and level up on okay. upgrading myself. Right on. Lathering me up with lotion. So then, you know, I'm in a space where I'm like, oh, I would totally date me. There we go. So she's working on dating herself out here, too. Yeah. I like this. I respect this. And as always, thank you for sharing on this platform. If there's any time that we can have more explorations in these type of conversations, I feel like our listenership would only be honored by doing that. Um, thank you. <laughs> only so. Rightfully so, you know. Brother Corey, you got anything else on dating yourself other than narcissism? When dating yourself. Narcissism. Go Dutch. Go Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be where it's at. Once again, it's been another fantastic episode of Off the Strength. I'm a trainer called Tony. You're a trainer, Corey. Thanks again for Michelle and Miles for stepping in. Peace to Kyle and Troy out there. Much love. We'll see y'all soon.